When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Ladies, don't miss the instant asset tax write-off. Essendon Renault traffic sales event now on. Time on with Sam Hargraves on SEN. Uh, the big freeze was sensational today, and so were Collingwood, who froze out the Premiership favourites to send off Nathan Buckley, a winner. And just a moment, we'll speak to Darcy Cameron and your say on the news of the day. You're listening to Time On SEN. Uh, very good evening to you. I hope you've had a wonderful Queen's birthday public holiday. If indeed you've had the public holiday, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. of course, is the number to have your say on the news of the day. But without any further ado, he's been waiting patiently for us. What a day it was for Collingwood. There was no better way for them to be able to send out an icon of the game and their club by getting a win, and they did it over the Premiership favourites, Melbourne. nine nine sixty three Melbourne at the SCG. Collingwood, eleven fourteen eighty. Largely due to the four-goal performance of Dave. Darcy Cameron, who's been good enough to jump on the line. Darcy, hello to you. G'day, Sam. Thanks for having me. What's the mood like in the rooms? Uh, everyone's pretty up and about, mate. It's um, it's a yeah, it's a good vibe there, and also a little bit um, I don't know. It's a, it's a different one as well. It's, you, see, you see a great coach and player of the game exiting. So, um, but I'm glad we could just go out there and get it done for him. How was how was this game prepared for? Once you guys knew that this was going to be Bucks's last game, how how much did he allow that to be part of the narrative, and how much did you guys make it part of the narrative for the day? Um, oh, Bucks kept it pretty routine, to be honest. Um, he didn't want it to be about him, and he, um, to be honest, I was waiting for someone to yeah yeah pull him off, or maybe someone to make it a little bit about. But making it pretty special for him, but he was credit to him. He just focused on like he has every week about getting the job done, focusing on like the task ahead, and um, and obviously it worked. But obviously, um, yeah, he, yeah, have people like Dip pull you aside. Oh, sorry, Scott Pendlebury that pull you aside, and they um just said like, how good would this, how good would this to uh, go out there and get this done for a person that's served the club for such a long time? Um, and I'm so glad that we were able to do it. What does it mean for you personally? Um, oh yeah, heaps. Like uh, you, you have blokes texting you um, through the week, just saying like, "Yeah, you guys will get up for get up for him," and it's easier said than done. So to be able to actually go out there and execute it was um, oh, it's just the best feeling. Was, and yeah, he was um, oh, it was a special feeling after the game. And um, I don't know, um, he's he's had a lot of influence on my game, 
um, and he's backed me in as well in the last last year, and, and especially more more so this year, which I appreciate so much. So, um, yeah, this meant a lot. How explain to us uh, how the week has been? Has it been hard to stay focused on what the job at hand was, given the emotion around it? Uh, nah, to be honest, I feel like we've had so much. So much Collingwood have had so much uh, <laughs> time in the media this year that. It was just another one that we had to get over. So I feel like we're almost trained to it. So is is there so, a part of it? Yeah. That's all right. Hey, we're loving hearing the celebrations in the background. Is there? So you mentioned yeah. that there's a little bit of melancholy too. Does does that? What's the melancholy for you? Obviously, that Bucks is leaving, but is it also because, geez, we had this in us all along, or, or what? What are those feelings like? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. To be honest, um, he he keeps expressing that. He would love to do what's best for the club, and he wants to do what's best for the club. And he mm. feels like this, this is it. Um, him moving on and um, getting a, a refreshing new look at the club, and like credit to him, he's yeah, he's executed that really well. And uh, I feel like the boys did today. So um, I don't know the feeling was really good today, um, and as it has been all week. So um, oh, full credit to the boys that we were able to do that today. One thing that stood out was it looked like it was a, also a game plan well in, implemented. There's a, one thing to play on emotion and to play on the occasion, but it also seemed that there was a really clear plan on how you were going to go about beating Melbourne, and everybody seemed to play their part in that. Talk us through the plan. How did you know that you guys were going to go about beating the Premiership favourites? Oh, I just think all 20, no, 23 players just had to go out there and execute their role. Um we, we all know what we had to do, and um, and and like it was just awesome to see everyone do that, and it just it gives us full, a lot, sorry, a lot of confidence going forward that if we can do that every week, we can match it against um, against the best, and yeah, there's still um, obviously the second half of the season to go, so we can string some games like that and some consistency like that together, as um, yeah, just get some real momentum. So, Darcy, it seemed, especially in the first half, that there was a, a really concerted effort not to just go high and long inside forward 50 because that brings in the strengths of Lever and May uh, and then at ground level, Salem and the like. It looked like you were supposed to go... It looked like the plan was to go a little bit flatter, a little bit shorter, lower the eyes a little bit, keep the forward line open and keep leading lanes open. Was that Would that be fair? Yeah, I think so. I think first half we executed that really well. We um we are uh, yeah, we lowered our eyes, we were able to get a lot of inside fifty marks. Um maybe in the second half we went away from it a little bit. We brought um Gorn, uh Lever, May back into the game, especially in that last five minutes because I think everyone was just cooked and they um just dumped it long. But oh uh, yeah, I think I think we're for the majority of the game we were able to do that really well and that's what yeah, played a big role in getting us the win. When when we hear words like it's 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 now maybe time for a change or the appetite for change that Buck spoke about in his press conference, what do you take that to mean? What what do you think the change is as from a playing point of view that you'd like to see? Oh mate, that's that's beyond me. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> like I'm I'm just going to go out there and um, I'm going to do what I'm asked from my coach. Mm. Um, and I do it to my, the best of my ability, and um, uh, yeah, I can't, I, I can't look past that. Darcy, today as a forward, when we talked about what we just did in regards to leading lanes being open and, and the plan about how you wanted to move the ball inside forward fifty, when when it's not the plan, it can be hard to play uh, as a forward. 
given that the ball's not coming in as quickly and, and, and as direct as it, as it might have been. How do you find those times when, 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 as you guys have been playing at certain parts of the year, it hasn't been as it was today? Do you, do, do you, do you sometimes get frustrated with that or, or do you know that it's just part of what you're trying to do at the time? Oh, look, it's really, it is really hard sometimes when it's um, not coming in the way you want, but sometimes, yeah, like the other team's putting you on so much pressure that you can't help that, but all you've got to do is stay patient and trust that your teammates are working just as hard as you are down forward to get the job done for you and help you out as much as possible. So you can't, you can't, you just have to grit your teeth and fight through it a little bit and, and, and be patient and know that sooner, sooner or later it's going gonna, it's gonna to turn and uh, it's going to come your way a little bit more. And Darcy, I think a lot of people will be having a, a little moment in their own head today about their lasting memories of Nathan Buckley because he is an icon of not only Collingwood but of the game uh, itself and what he's achieved in it. From your own personal point of view, when someone asks you for your Nathan Buckley memory, not that he's, he's, not, not, not that he's leaving or passing away or anything like that, but from a footballing point of view, what's your lasting memory? What's he done for you? What will resonate with you and, and stick with you the longest? I think he's put he's put a lot of faith in me and he's backed me in. Um, you just have to look at last year in the, um, the elimination final against the Eagles. And yep. the, um, I hadn't played in um, maybe three or four weeks or maybe even longer than that. And he and he, and he throws me into the side um, just off off just training sessions, pretty much knowing that I could uh, get do what the team needed me to do, and I'll, I'll, I'll be forever indebted to him for the opportunity that he's given me in my football career. I was um, 20, maybe 23 or 24 when I got to the club with one game under my belt. And, um, yeah, and I'm sure if I was able to play at this level and, look, I'll, I'll be able to string some games together. And it's still, I'm hoping there's a long way to go. But he's the one that sort of got the ball rolling with his, with my career, I feel. Hey, Darcy, um, what's the plan now for you guys? Do you, do you have to fly straight back? Do you, do you have a dinner? Is there a way to to farewell Bucks. I mean, you're probably better off staying up there if you want to get together as a team because we still don't have, can't have people to eat anyone's house. But uh, oh, I'd love that. What, how do you, you honour today? How, how do you celebrate today? Uh, well, we're, having, we're having a few beers around the, around the club, um, at the, in the change rooms at the moment, but we've got to catch it. We're, we're charter, on a charter flight, so we have to share that with Melbourne um, on the way back, which is pretty funny. But... Um, we'll, uh, we're going into the club tomorrow um, to do the review of the game uh, one last time for Bucks, and I'm sure that we a, a pretty positive review. And um, we've got, yeah, we've got our buy, so maybe we um, we can have a, a little get together um, with the whole um, the whole team, staff, and everyone around here um, that's worked with Bucks, and um, yeah, sort of um, farewell Bucks as best as we can. Last, the circumstances in Melbourne. Last question, because I'll let you get back to it. But just, just paint the picture for us, Darcy Cameron. Let, let us know what are we? Um, we're hearing the joy, and we're hearing a bit of jubilation around the place. What are you seeing around you at the moment, and what's it been like in the room since, since you sung the song? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm in the hallway, but I can hear the voice carrying <laughs> on. Um, they're just, they're just stoked. Like, 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 like I said, um, there's a lot of people. Saying you know, we'll get the um, the win for Bucks, but it was easier said than done. So it's a lot of weight, weight off their shoulders, and it's just a good way to send him off. Um, they're all stoked that we could uh, that we could uh, leave on a good memory. Um, 
So that's, that's what you're hearing, I think. Well, we'll let you get back into it. Uh, thank you so much for giving us some time after a, a really big day uh, in the history Thanks, of mate. this club. Uh, a, a chapter draws to a close, and you've played a massive part in it from getting the win point of view. Four goals today, uh, and you weren't Robinson Crusoe in having a great game. So well done on that, and enjoy uh, these moments that are to come with Nathan Buckley's final ones at Collingwood. Cheers, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, Darcy Cameron uh, was fantastic today, uh, kicked four goals uh, and was incredibly effective too. Had nine disposals, kicked four goals from his eight kicks, uh, an 88% disposal efficiency. He took six marks as well. Brody Majek uh, kicked three goals. Bo McCreary got one. Pendlebury sidebottom who kicked the goal uh, after the siren. And Will Hoskin Elliott, the goal scorer, is uh, Collingwood 11 11- 1480 defeated Melbourne 9969 I'd love to hear from Pies fans today about the emotion of what today means to you, how you're feeling about it. Um, it would be a lot going on, I think. It would be very mixed feelings. Uh, happy for the win, maybe wondering why and how this hasn't happened earlier in the year so that maybe Nathan Buckley didn't have to go. Um, Tell me how you're feeling. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. It has been. You have not been out of the the headlines f- since probably when. Well, since we haven't been out of the headlines since the finals of last year. After the the win against West Coast, uh, it was all positive then. But then from the week after that, it's been. Uh, it hasn't been a great run. This hopefully uh, puts a smile on some Collingwood fans' dials today. But I'd love to hear from you. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Before we get to the break, Jim's in Oakley. Hello, Jim. Well, it's a very beautiful day, i got to say. Lovely twilight football there in uh, the SCG. Look, just so happy for Nathan and the boys. Bittersweet, of course. Uh, yeah, really proud. Just really, really proud. Uh, yeah, just as the man spoke, Darcy Cameron. Really good effort by him and even Young Lynch to take on Max Gorn. Uh, you know, Jared Poulter, uh, Bob McCleary, really good. And something for Steel Sidebottom too. Roll in, roll in, roll in. All the streams are flowing. Wish you had Sidebottom in your side. Rain and wind and leather. They like to go with leather. They go and kick Melbourne's little hide. Roll them on, hit them up, roll them on, hit them up, roll them on, hit them up, go pies. Beautifully done, Jim. Nice way to get uh, our f- segment underway this evening. Time on your say on the news of the day. one 736 is the number. Nathan Buckley finishes off on 117 wins, two draws and 99 losses from his 219 games. Ten seasons in charge. A 17-point win on a historic Queen's birthday clash at the SCG. Big free 7-2. They got well over the target of $2 million. It was great to see Neil Danaher, and he is an inspiration. Queen's birthday honours for him as well. Uh, and well done to everyone who went down the slide uh, to make that to make this day the day that it is and to everybody who bought a beanie and to everybody that donated, you are absolute heroes uh, along with Neil and Beck and the whole Danaher family as well. one 736 736 your say on the news of the day. The AFL have released a statement about David McKay. We'll get to that very shortly. The schedule for this week as well. All games moved out of Melbourne. We'll get you up to speed on that and you can have your say on the news of the day. Time on SEN. On SEN, your home of sport. Time on. Bucks, what has it been this uh, final victory, just uh, in, the, in the black and white? Yeah, it's uh, better than the alternative. Uh, uh, the boys were amazing. It's a really solid four-quarter performance against a team that's been performing really well. So it's, uh, yeah, 
in the moment, it's it's awesome. I saw in three-quarter time you gestured towards uh, Braden Maynard. You said, I love you. Oh, Some of defensive brilliant. efforts. No, he, he played you know, out of his skin, so did Geordie. So, I mean, when it's a final game, it had a bit of an air of a, of, of a big game occasion. And was able to stand up, so it's, it's awesome. Must have been pretty pleased, though, to see them execute. Yeah. yeah, for the most part. We had some young boys that played some really important roles. I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a pretty good footy team. So, yeah, they're on their way. Congratulations. Nathan Buckley speaking to Jude Bolton on Channel 7 after his last game as head coach of the Magpies. Uh, the end of an era, he mentioned it there himself, and it certainly is uh, for a man that played... Uh, 260 games for the Pies, 280 career games all told. A Brownlow medal in 2003, Norm Smith in 2002, seven-time All-Australian, uh, a six-time Copeland Trophy winner with the Collingwood Footy Club. He's been the best finals player, Collingwood captain from 1999 to 2007. He's a Collingwood Football Club Hall of Fame member. Um, he's a life member of the Pies and in the Collingwood team, of the century. Uh, oh, so close on a couple of occasions, once as a player and once as a coach, to claiming that elusive premiership. But it certainly doesn't diminish his status as an icon of not only the Collingwood Football Club, but the game itself. And I was watching the coverage today, and when when you get to one-name status, so Bucks, if you speak to anyone in football, it doesn't matter if you're a passive fan or a, you know, a diehard, if you say Bucks, people know who you mean. So when you get to that one-name status... I think you've you've elevated yourself to uh, rare air in the competition. Um, one three hundred seven three six seven three six Collingwood fans zero four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen on the temper text temper uh, a mattress like no other. This is time on your say on the news of the day for Essendon and GWM Havel. The Essendon and Renault Traffic Sales event is now on. Uh, your calls, John in Berwick. Hello to you, mate. Uh, good evening. Um, I'm still angry about. The sacking, because let's not let's not sugarcoat this. This is a sacking, um, and until Anderson and Corder and Lacuria and Co uh, get removed from Collingwood, um, I'm not going to be satisfied. And I just just to put it in perspective, you know we've lost our in, our spine in Howe, Adams and Elliott for almost the entire season. You, know, you take that out of any other team, and they're, and they're actually absolutely going to struggle. And then when the, the, the injuries that have been to players around those, you know, we've had Maine out for, for lengthy periods with concussion. Jordan Ruffhead was out with concussion. I mean, he has done a mighty job. And I'm glad that you played that, that uh, grab at the end because he's 100% right. The team is on its way and they will be a good football team. And the injustice in all this is that someone else will get the credit for it when he deserves the credit. So, John, your belief is that they should have stuck with Bucks. One hundred percent. He he's regenerated the team already once, and and got them to a, a grand final with a bit of luck from some decisions that could have gone our way. We probably would have won it. Um, and he's going to do it again. And he's already started doing it again. Look at these players that he's starting to bring through in Poulter, McCreary, um, even Rantel. I didn't think Rantel. But but today, after he played today, he's really good. And they're going to be good footballers and they will be a very good team. And as I said, someone else is going to get the credit for it. And I think it's it's an injustice. Um, and it's a travesty that, that Nathan won't be the one that, that's leading it. 
Uh, yeah, thank you, John, for your call. I really appreciate a po- uh, passionate pies man there. Um, I'll tell you who was fantastic today. It was Max Lynch, who last time I checked the stats, it outpointed Max Gorn in the hitouts, which is no mean feat, given that Max is uh, one of the best in the competition in that particular statistical area. Um, so there's another one for the future of the Collingwood Footy Club. Uh, ben is in Melbourne. G'day, Ben. Yeah, Sam, mate. Um, Collingwood, what happens if Melbourne go on to win the flag now? We'll sack their bloody coach when he can beat the flag-winning team, or at least a top-four team. This wouldn't have happened if Eddie hadn't have been gotten rid of. This wouldn't have happened unless the woke agenda hit Collingwood. The players loved him. You saw after the game, even Steele's side bottom, when he banged that last one through after the siren, that was for bucks, mate. Pendles played a blinder. He had to. What else could he do? So many of those guys' bucks has been there since day one. They believed in him. I see no reason why he doesn't coach next week. Continue coaching until he loses. He's gone anyway, right? Maybe the players are with him. Yeah, I think that Maybe ends up being more disruptive, Ben. I think they've made the call now. They've got to stick with it. And and well, Nathan Buckley doesn't want to sort of be humiliated in with a play till you co- keep coaching until you lose type of thing. I think he wanted to be able to at least partially go out on his own terms uh, as much as he could, given it, it seems like the decision had already been made uh, if we're reading between the lines. So I, I don't think that would have... I don't think he would have liked that. Uh, I think a clean break, uh, probably, if he could have any control over the situation, is having that clean break. One last game, step away now, go to what's next. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him as part of the uh, TV coverage towards the end of the year and then moving through finals. And then what happens for him next is anybody's guess. But, uh, you know, I don't think it would have been something that had a dragged on. I think you've got to sometimes just put a full stop on those kind of things, especially when you know that the time's coming to an end. It is sad uh, for Pies fans, I know, who wouldn't... who If this game had have been able to be played in front of a crowd at the MCG, I thought that, uh, you know, obviously that probably would have sold out. Uh, maybe not sold out, given how we've been going for crowds this year, but there certainly would have been a, a big crowd there. So well done to the people that did go to the SCG um, because it's an, it was an important occasion for, for Neil Danaher and the big freeze and the fight MND, which raised well over the $2 million target they wanted to half-time, around $50 million in total since the big freeze has got started, which is an extraordinary effort. But, Ben, thank you for the call. Um, off the text, Wayne says, D's deserve to lose. Magpies earned their win. A lot of D's players look tired and not interested. Uh, I'm a Pies fan. He had to go. Stop the emotion stuff. Uh, I don't know if that's directed at me because I haven't got emotional, but that might be towards some of the other Collingwood fans off the text. Pies fans are delusional. Sacking Bucks was the only thing they've done right in years. That's from Alex in the NT. So your say on the news of the day. Uh, Sporting Capital's up next. We do Heroes and Villains on a Monday night. There's a few other things kicking around as well that I'll update you on, but one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Your Heroes and Villains from the weekend of sport. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.